Thanks for joining us for another episode of Talking Ball, y'all. Tonight we have uh, four guests uh, lined up for you tonight, so you can uh, listen, uh, pick and choose which guest you want to listen to, and just uh, that's the beauty about a podcast. You can start it whenever you want, stop it whenever you want, fast forward or rewind. Tonight on this episode we have Kelvin Bolden, wide receiver coach for University of Southern Mississippi. We're going to have Jacob Owen, head coach of the Pearl River Central Blue Devils, 2-0 start for head coach Jacob Owen. We're going to have Cody Stogner, head coach for the Picking Maroon Tide, also with a 2-0 start. And then batting cleanup, last but certainly not least, we're going to have Poplarville Hornet head coach Jay Beach uh, as they get ready uh, to, to pick up their third game of the season. And he's going to talk about the first two games of the season for his Poplarville Hornet ball club. And just remember, all guests on the Talking Ball Y'all podcast are brought to you by the South Group Insurance Services Hotline. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we offer a wide range of healthcare options. From our internal medicine clinic to advanced surgery and emergency services, from the Highland Center for Women's Health to our primary care and pediatric clinic, our goal is quality care for you and your family through the compassionate application of advanced medicine. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. We are excited to hear from the wide receivers coach at the University of Southern Mississippi, Kelvin Bolden. Kelvin, thanks for taking time for Jeff and I on the podcast tonight. Thanks for having me. All right, Kelvin, I got to know, man, uh, I followed you from afar from a while, and I've always heard Peanut. Where did the uh, nickname Peanut <laughs> come from? Well, it actually, um, came in seventh grade. I was like the smallest kid on the on the team, and um, I had Coach Coach Deaton um, gave me that nickname when I was picking out my jersey. I guess because of my head, and I was the smallest one on the team. He was like, "Go ahead, Peanut. Go on and get your jersey." And <laughs> I was like, "Man, that's not my name." And he was like, "Yeah, that's your name now." So they kind of like stuck with me through ocean screens and um and it kind of started flying around, you know, flying around town and people started calling me that for some reason. But um, people still call me that to this day, so I can't get away from it. <laughs> well, it's our first date, Kelvin, so it'll be Kelvin tonight. We'll leave Peanut to know you a little better. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Kevin, uh, kind of tell our listeners, certainly our Southern Miss fans who uh, listen to this podcast, and there's quite a few of them, know, know your backstory. But for our listeners not so familiar with your background, uh, tell our listeners kind of how you got here from your All-American days over at Gulf Coast to, to Southern Miss as a player on a 12-win team with Coach Fendora and then uh, – how your coaching journey has kind of led you back home to Southern Mill. Okay, well, I'm actually I'm from Ocean Springs. Um, I graduated there in 2000, 2007, and I played football, ran track, played basketball, and I played ball with DeAndre Brown, who I actually actually played ball with here at Southern Miss. Um, but I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. I actually was highly recruited in track. So I had a few D1 track scholarship offers, but um, didn't want to run track uh, in college because I wanted to play football. So out of high school, I went to Mississippi Valley. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, I went to Mississippi Valley coming out of high school. I went there for a semester, and 
decided to transfer or the fact that um, my high school sweetheart had had um, was found out she was pregnant and I had to move back home, be closer to her and my family and be closer to my son. So I went on back to um, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College where Steve Campbell was the head coach. And I spent time there for two years and it kinda it kinda blew up for for me in, in the recruiting and finally having the opportunity to showcase my talent. So I was very thankful for that opportunity for that path of going JUCO for two years and being a my sophomore year I was nationally recruited and I was one of the top receivers coming out of JUCO, led the nation the yards and touchdowns and I was committed to Mississippi State throughout my south uh, my sophomore year. Um, decided to decommit uh, two weeks before signing day and signed with Southern Miss and played two years under the Lair for Door. Um, my senior year, we went 12 and 2, 19 to BCS and won a, won a conference championship here. And now I'm back at home and in a different seat now. And I'm, I'm back at home as the receiver coach. And it's a blessing to be here. I thank Coach Walden. And the rest of the guys trusting me on um, stepping to this role. Yeah, you mentioned Coach Walden. Coach Walden, the interim coach, and with that domino uh, kind of effect on the staff and the trust and the confidence he's shown in you, uh, Kelvin, promoter. I guess that was uh, just this week or at the end of last week uh, to the wide receivers coach. Talk <laughs> about how excited uh, that wide receiver group is to see uh, somebody from – the offensive side of things to be named uh, the interim head coach. Oh man! Um, before I was named the receiver coach, and Coach Walton gave me the opportunity, man. Coach Walton was doing a hell of a job um, with the guys before I even got here. Throughout his three or four years here, however long he's been here, he's been doing a hell of a job with the group that he's been having, and um, he's, he's keeping the tradition tradition alive, especially with the receivers, man, and. And it's a, it's a great opportunity to be in this position to um, keep it rolling. You know, you got Tim Jones, who's, who's also a coach boy from Biloxi. Um, Jason Brownlee, Marquise McCord, um, Demarcus Jones, um, Antonio Robinson. Those, those guys, man, uh, they, they, they fun to be around. They, they make it fun to come to work every day because those guys compete every day in practice and they, they, they come to work every day with their mind, with their mind ready to go. You mentioned keeping it going, Kelvin. You certainly mentioned a pretty good uh, tandem in yourself and Brown. Michael Thomas, a guy that's come through here lately. Um, Quest coming through lately. This wide receiver group's been talented over really a nice run for Southern Miss. Yeah, it's been very talented, you know, with Cole Cole Robinson, you know, uh, who's here. You know, like you said, Mike Thomas. Wes Watkins, you know, and some and those guys still in the league, you know. And before before it was even me, you know, you had Todd Pinkman, Sherrod, um, Sherrod, you know, Sherrod Gooding, you know. You had those older guys who 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 opened the door for us and guys before them, you know. So it's been a strong tradition of group of receivers that's been through here, and and, and we we plan on keeping it going. Kevin, you've mentioned, you know, some of your stops. What along the way, whether it be your playing days or some of your stint um, coaching to get back to Southern Miss, prepares you for this opportunity and will help you along uh, with this wide receiver group? 
Well, my, my time spent with Justice Stepp at um, University of Arkansas. You know, he's a great guy. He played a big role in my in my coaching career, you know, uh, with details and being organized and things like that. You know, um, it was a blessing to be there with those guys in the SEC with Chad Morris and Justice Stepp, like I already mentioned. Uh, you know, it, it was fun being up there, even though the record didn't, didn't give give us what we wanted, but you know, it was it was a great experience being around those guys um this past this past year, well two years ago. And before then I was at Pearl River um, community college and Shorter University. And now I'm here at Southern Miss. Kevin, when you watch practice or uh when you watch tape, any similarities uh, between Austin Davis and some of the things that uh, Jack Abraham's been able to do in his days here at Southern Miss? Or a lot of people don't know, man. Jack is kind of deadly with his feet, just like Austin was. You know, a lot of people would say Austin is slow, but Austin Austin will break away from you in a heartbeat. You know, once the pocket collapsed, and just like Jack, you know, Jack then showed. That once the pocket collapsed, he could he could be he could be a factor with his feet, and and they both are great leaders. Uh, Austin was a hell of a leader, and, and 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 you see Jack being out there as a leader, you know, getting the offense going. Getting matter of fact, he be getting the team going. You know, he comes out and compete every day, and Austin was a competitor himself, and and you can see the see the see the things of what what, what Jack brings to the table as well. Kevin, you mentioned playing for Coach Campbell at Mississippi Gulf Coast, uh, of course, the head coach now over at South Alabama. But all that to say, we Jeff and I and uh, Jason, the guy that we worked with, covered Pearl um, River Community College back when Coach Tim Hatton was there and Coach Campbell. We covered uh, the ball games where y'all, uh, of course, tied up, and those were some great games, great rivalry back in the day. But I'm saying all that to say um, how important is blocking and how important was it uh, to see the field under uh, Coach Campbell when he'd load up the run and then hit home runs with you. I remember that team very well. So <laughs> kind of describe the mindset when you get out wide, uh, it's not just all catching the football, huh? Yeah, when you get out wide, it's not all about catching the football. Um, you got to be a complete receiver. And when I say complete receiver, you have to do a little things of blocking, being from uh, physical on the edge, you know, on the perimeters and, and opening and blocking and blocking on perimeters and, you know, blocking for the running back, just like the running back does a good job of, of you know, pass setting for the quarterback, you know, and for the open up for the pass. And you have to, you have to be a complete receiver and, and be physical on the on the perimeters, you know, you just can't, you just can't run a route. You just got, you got to be able to block. Kevin, you certainly mentioned being at Southern Miss at a high, high point for this program. Um, seeing that firsthand, being able to tell your guys what that kind of looked like, um, how does that help you kind of communicate? Look, this is where I've seen Southern Miss. I was in New Jersey when it took place, and how will that help you? Uh, recruit for the university. Well, it's just you know I'm not too far from removed, you know, from these guys. You know, I'm just a couple years older than the guys, so I kind of you know it's, it's a great opportunity to be able to relate to the to guys, especially especially the receivers. You know, because you you know as, as a player, man, I was I was I was very passionate about the position, and I, you know I have 
living proof of what I what I did as a as a player. You know, anybody can tell you I was very urgent. Urgency, right? Urgency. You know, I came to I came to practice ready to go every day. You know, I didn't take a rep for granted. I overachieved. You know, and I and that's why I try to tell the guys now, man. Let's 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 come let's come every day getting better, and don't take a rep for granted and competing every day. You got to have that savage mindset of I'm gonna beat the guy that's across from me. I'm gonna get better each and every day. I'm gonna run my rock full speed. I'm gonna block my my butt off, my tail off. And I'm going to have fun doing what I love to do. Kevin, when you look at Coach Walden, um, a guy, I mean, just seeing you from afar, seeing the way you played, you seem to be, like you just used the word urgency to even answer that question. But a high-energy guy, Coach Walden certainly comes off as a high-energy guy. Kind of tell all the listeners what he's like day-to-day in practice in the locker room and the type of energy he's going to bring to this program. He's going to bring a lot of energy to the program, man. And he's definitely fun to be around. You know, he's fun to be around. He loves the kids. He do it for the kids. You know, he's, he's, he's making sure we're running around. He's making sure the kids, you know, transition from drill to drill. You know, he's, he's bringing a lot of urgency to the program. You know, and that's what we need now, a lot of urgency to the program. And he's definitely going to have us playing fast on the offensive side of the ball. And he's definitely going to have the defense playing tough. You know, and Coach Peck over there on the defensive side, the defense coordinator, you know, he's doing a heck of a job of getting the guys' mindset back to to having that nasty, nasty bunch mentality. Kevin, man, we're excited uh, that you're back at home and I believe a well-deserved uh, promotion to that wide receivers coach for Southern Mass. So thank you for taking time for the podcast and uh, continued success, Kevin. Thank you guys for having me. The Greater Pecuniary Chamber of Commerce provides the tools you need to succeed as a business owner and community influencer. As a member of the Chamber, your commitment has personal payback. The Chamber offers numerous opportunities to get involved throughout the year, whether it is through networking events, committee involvement, community programs, or special events. By taking advantage of the Chamber's resources, your business can develop and thrive. Visit us at greaterpicunechamber.org or drop by our office, which is located at 201 Highway 11 North. We are now joined by the 2-0 Jacob Owen, head coach of the Pearl River Central Blue Devils. And Jacob, how's that sound, man? 2-0 start. I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. Uh, uh, you know, we've been a long time since uh, since I've been 2-0. It's been a long time since we've been 2-0. Uh, we're very, very blessed and thank the Lord for his promises and um, just very happy right now. Coach, you've got a tough opponent uh, coming up. This is like sports, right? You, you get a little content, you can be happy and smile for a bit, and then you got that next one coming pretty quickly in Gulfport. So um, tell us like how you do kind of keep that expectation and then get right back uh, to the next opponent when you're the head guy for this program. Well, you know, our our expectation of our kids is is the same. Uh, we expect them to prepare to win the football game. We expect them to play to win the football game. Uh, play with a lot of toughness, uh, more than our opponent. Play with more effort than our opponent. Um, 
the expectation, you know, we have is to go over there and win the football game because, uh, you know, we know what we got in, in our, in our field house. Uh, we know the type of team that we have, you know, let's, let's be real. You know, we are two and oh, but we still got a lot of people out there that, that doubt us. And, um, you know, I think we, we beat subpar competition, which, which isn't true. Um, I feel like we've, we've, we've played well and, and beat two good football teams, two very different football teams, but, um, we are where we are because of hard work and playing hard and, um, hopefully, uh, we'll continue to do that. Jacob, when you look at the way that y'all started, of course, uh, former offensive coordinator for Popperville, a, a wing T guy, a guy that when you were with Popperville had great success in that wing T, piling up a ton of rushing yards. That's really been no different uh, since you've been the head coach at Pearl River Central with the rushing yards and the attack. But when you look at these first two games, when I look at scores is all I have. You know, I hadn't seen y'all on tape yet. Jeff actually had a chance to see y'all. But everybody close to the program is bragging on the defense. Coach, let's talk about the defensive side and the way they played through two games. Well, our defense has played, you know, phenomenal. Coach Benton, he's, he's a great defensive coordinator and his staff over there, um, Coach Spears and Coach Lyon and Coach Brown. Um, they do an excellent job every week. Not only every week, but I mean, it, it don't start, it didn't just start, you know, when we got to start practice. It started in the summer. We started installing this new scheme. We feel like it's one that, uh, that fits our players a lot better than, uh, than the other one. Um, the defense we've ran the previous two years. Um, and it's a, uh, a defense that's predicated on pressure. And a lot of times when you can, you can induce some pressure, you can, you can create more turnovers and have more tackles for loss. And, um, fortunately for us, that's what we've been able to do the first couple of weeks. So we played, uh, you know, summer all, I think they, they ran the ball maybe six times the whole game. Wow, and uh, St. Martin was a little bit, you know, different. They presented a different challenge. They were more of a, uh, a team that spread you out and wanted to, you know, wanted to run the ball. Um, but our defense has had a great plan. Um, we're pretty senior heavy over there, so we have some great leadership. Um, just very, very happy with where we are defensively right now, and uh, offensively, we know that we've got to we've got to play better, um, and we can. We're capable of it. We just we haven't done it yet. Well, you talk about the offense. That was my next question, Coach. We know each other too well. But the Coleman kid, we kind of talked about him prior to. We brought up uh, what we thought he was going to be. He's been that uh, through two ball games. What have you seen out of him in the backfield in that wing tee set? He's been very, very impressive uh, when called upon, when, when the ball is put in his hands. Uh, we would like to see him, you know, as with all of our backs right now, we'd like to see him all block a little bit better. Um, We'd like to see our offensive line stay on blocks. Um, he's just a kid that really, really wants to win. Um, he probably hates losing more than anybody on our football team. Mm. And uh, he's just an, a, an ultra, super, super competitor. Um, and he gets out there sometimes. And like a lot of young guys do, they try to do too much. You know, you try to block two or three people on one play and you end up blocking nobody. Um mm. Just uh, being able to, to simplify and explain to him that uh, he doesn't have to do too much. He doesn't have to go out there and be Superman. Just go out there and, you know, give your best on every single play and see what happens. Jacob, when you look at – you mentioned the other backs and then uh, that defense being 
kind of loaded up with seniors. It's a, a senior class we talked to, I guess it's been about a month ago, about the mix. Um, you just mentioned maybe the most talented kid, a sophomore, and his competitive spirit. How much does that help kind of drive the locker room and intensify uh, practice? We know you to be an intensive coach anyway. Well, it, it's it's been very <laughs> intense this week. Uh, you know, we, we won't go into too much detail, but um, them them upperclassmen and seniors they are they are leaders, and they're going to hold kids accountable, um, even the good ones. You know, probably more so. Uh, you know, a mm-hmm. player like like Destin and some of those sophomores that are being called you know called upon to help us win football games this year. Um, these seniors know that. We have the makings of a, a very special football team, and um, they're not going to let anyone um, slack or, or not work hard. They're going to push them to be their very best. Um, and sometimes that, you know, uh, you can't you can't have growth without some conflict, you know, sometimes. And um, I'm proud of our seniors for, for holding our kids accountable, and I'm proud of our young guys for the way they've responded to that leadership. Um, I, do, I do believe that they – they see it uh, the right way and see it the way a winner would see it. Coach, we like to talk specific players because, I mean, in my mind, we can get a lot of generalities. But look, let's look at Lyndon and then also Johnson. We talked about Johnson being able to run and hit. He seems to have done that through two games and then uh, Lyndon up front for y'all as well. Yeah, John, uh, Lyndon, he's had to be – you know, we moved him over to defense this year because um, he can be an impact player over there. And uh, he hasn't had a chance to play as much defense as, as he would have liked because of, you know, you know different reasons, uh, a kid being injured, a kid not being able to play. And he's had to play more offense than, um, than we've actually wanted him to up to this point. But he's just a war daddy, man. He's John Lennon's a guy that's going to go out there and he's going to give you every single ounce of energy he's got on every single play. It's almost, I mean, it's, 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 it's inhuman for a big guy like to play like that. Um, but, but he does, and we're really, really glad he's on our team. Mm. Um, Brady Johnson is a guy that has worked really hard in the offseason, as he has you know, throughout his career. Um, he's an athlete. He's a two-sport athlete, plays basketball, plays football, very, very coachable, very, very tough. Uh, very, very intense and and a, and a leader on that defensive side of football for us. Jacob, when you look at your opponent this week in Gulfport, um, if we're exchanging texts or talking maybe l- later next week, what would you have had to do uh, to go 3-0 and against a, what I think probably a pretty good Gulfport team that that record may not indicate, but uh, their past and then what they have back, which would <laughs> tell you that they're pretty good. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are a very talented football team. Um, they have some pieces. They played some some pretty good opponents. You know, the first couple of weeks they played Oak Grove, um, who's who's a really really good team. They played Picayune, who's who's a really really good team. Um, and we are their home opener. You know, we uh, we all know that you know that that playing at home is, it adds a little juice. You know, mm-hmm. adds a little juice to you. And um, you know they're going to be playing at home and. Uh, they're going to be geeked up and ready to play, and uh, our guys going to have to come in there and, and make sure that that we're not trying to play to their level of intensity. 
um, we want them to have to play to our level of intensity and, and toughness. And, um, not make mistakes, you know. Continue to play well in special teams. Uh, special teams has been used for us the first couple of, first couple of weeks. Um, just really play assignment football, play and uh, make sure we, we fly into the football and we're we're tackling, we're tackling well, not missing tackles, and offensively, uh, not missing assignment, um, blocking the right people and blocking them until the whistle blows. Uh, football is pretty simple, uh, blocking and tackling. Yep, it is, man. It's a lot of fun, too. Glad to uh, have these first two in and glad to see you on the right side of the first two. We'll continue to pull for that direction, Jacob. And thank you, as always, man, for taking time for the podcast. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate everything that you do. Thank you, Jacob. Are you looking for a place for your whole family to belong? Come and join us at Goodyear Baptist Church. We're located at 2710 Highway 43 South, just past Memorial Gardens. We have great ministries for all ages. If you're looking for something refreshing in life, if you're looking for a hope that lasts forever, if you want to experience the love of Christ, come check out GBC. Sunday morning growth group at 945 a.m. and worship at 11. Find us online at GoodyearBaptistChurch.com. Come as you are. There's a place for you. Come grow with us. Clay and I are fortunate enough tonight to be joined by the head coach of the Picking Maroon Tide, head coach Cody Stogner, uh, tonight on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, coach. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me again. Coach, if you look at your first two weeks, a lengthy road trip, and I say lengthy, Meridian's a pretty good uh, pretty good ways up there. Go up there and get a win, 30-20, to 20, and then face a tough Gulfport team last week at home, 41-34. to 34. Uh, overall, as a first-year head coach, take a look at your ball club uh, in these first two weeks and talk about the things you've seen uh, from your ball club, uh, you know, going into this week against Popville. But some things that stood out uh, to you and how the, how the performance of your of your ball club has been these past two weeks. Well, just judging off the last two weeks, uh, at Meridian, you know, we played a very sloppy game on offense. We had six turnovers, uh, a lot of missed tackles, uh, just a lot of, you know, not being able to play. I think that's where spring came in, uh, not having spring. Hurt us a little bit and, uh, with you know, with all the COVID stuff. But, you know, our guys found a way to win, and that's the most important thing is, and, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about it after we left Meridian, you know, we need to get better next week. Let's work on getting better. Let's work on us. And, uh, we finally got in rhythm on offense and uh, had a great night, had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of success on the ground against a really good uh Duffport team, by the way, they had nine returning starters from the year before. Um, but uh, you know, we executed well. Uh, we held on to the football, and, and that's what we always tell them: if we can hold on to the football and limit unforced penalties, that we have, we like our chances against anybody. And and uh, we, you know, we got better from the game game one to game two. And uh, but the thing I'm most proud of is, you know, the last five minutes of uh, last Friday night were probably the most exciting five minutes I've been a part of in a long time. Uh, but you know, the, the main thing is, is 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 our guys found a way to to win the game, and you know, there's a lot of things. The things that we can fix are things that are easy to fix too. So it's not like it's a, uh, you know, we're not we're not fighting the injury bug right now. We're lucky right there, so uh, everything's fixable. Cody, Jeff kind of asked you what you learned about your team there in the first two weeks. I'll ask you uh, what you kind of learned about yourself, these first two ball games and congratulations, uh, pretty good winning percentage to get started, but, uh, just what you found about yourself, uh, being the head guy over these last, 
two official weeks, if, we, if you will. Well, that's funny you ask because uh, this past Saturday I went, you know, I, I went and talked with Coach Lee, and first thing I told him is says, "You didn't tell me I was going to feel like I played after this." <laughs> and uh, you know, just being, you know, being involved as an assistant coach, you know, you, you you're responsible for your position and what you're doing, but you know, being a head coach, you're you're worried, you know, you got to concentrate for offense, defense, and special teams, and. You know, just like we, I'm fortunate enough to have a great staff that I put a lot of trust in that uh, has been doing a great job of getting our players uh, in the proper positions and execution. And but I mean, you know, it's, it's a great feeling to start off to and though. But I mean, our ultimate goal is just to get better every week. And you know, we're not exactly where we want to be right now. We know we can be so much better. It's just going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort. Cody, you mentioned COVID. We threw a hurricane uh, in a missed day of school just for good measure this week. Y'all's week of practice preparing uh, for Popperville. Any tweaks to that with, with the schools out, or what's that kind of look like for y'all this week? Well, we, I mean, yeah, we weren't able to practice yesterday, but so today was a little bit longer practice than we normally like to do on Wednesdays. We had to make sure we covered all of our special teams and and uh, just get some extra reps in that we missed yesterday. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to tweak our Thursday practices up a little bit tomorrow just to make sure we, we cover all the bases that we need to cover and, and uh, make sure we're prepared. But, you know, I, I want to give give my guys credit. And, and I'm also just anybody who's playing high school football right now. These kids have been so through, through so much adversity over the last, you know, eight months that it's unbelievable. Like, the ones who are pushing through it and, and, and participating and and – you know, playing this great game is, is just remarkable. And my hat's off on just to my guys, but to everybody who's involved with any kind of any kind of sport right now involved with this. Cody, I'm assuming you got a chance to ask you about Popperville. I've only got a, a little bit of time here with you this evening. What I wanted to ask, in studying Gulfport, I would assume you got to see a film on Oak Grove and maybe a chance to brag on your good friend Russell Mitchell and what his offense has done up at Oak Grove in their first two weeks. Well, man, I mean, you know, Russell's Russell's probably the best in the business. And, you know, they got some good players, and they believe in what they're doing up there, and that coaching staff's doing a great job of what they got. And, you know, they're, you know, talking with Russell, he, he had a feeling that they were going to be pretty good on offense this year, and uh, it's showing right now in the first two games. And, you know, and, uh, just all the props in the world. I mean, you know, he's my best friend, and I love to see them succeed. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see him uh, almost break the speed limit both opening weeks. <laughs> one of my first scores to check. Uh, I'm a fan of Russell's and to see that. And uh, Cody, we'll ask you one more, and then we'll get you out of there. You know, Jeff and I and Jason cover Popperville on Friday night. What have you seen uh, from studying tape on them these first two weeks about uh, their quality of play and the way that Coach Beach has his program? Although they come in 0-2, you know, a uh, a fan can be fooled by that, but what do you see? Yeah, do not, do not, do not judge Popperville by their record. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pride because Beach. You know, they, there's a lot of tradition, a lot of pride that's been built over in Popperville. So you can't look at the O and two. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, you know, I've, I'm, they're going to be hungry this week, and that's what we've been trying to explain to our guys. Like these these guys aren't used to losing. They're they're, they're a very good football team, and then this you know, and then they're they're used to winning. And, uh, we're expecting a fight. It's going to be an all-out brawl, basically, uh, come Friday night. You know, that's what you expect, kind of from now of a picking Popperville game. And you know, to me, that's real football. And you know, and, and we're excited about the challenge. And and I'm sure Coach Beach and them are as well. And 
uh, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's always a great game. Uh, it's, it's great to see a bunch of guys over there too that we know and that we're, we're close with. And, but you know, come come seven o'clock for forty eight minutes, we're we're on opposite sides. We're going to be getting after it. But after that, you know, we're going to we're going to work on ourselves and then uh, continue to uh, support each other. Cody, man, Jeff, and I can't thank you enough. You're always so gracious uh, to the podcast, and we're happy for your success uh, starting out two and zero. Thank you, Cody. Thank you so much. Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we're reshaping the mammography experience. We are the only facility in the region offering a 3D mammogram with the lowest patient dose of radiation, all with increased comfort and confidence. Our goal is quality care for you and your family through the compassionate application of advanced medicine. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. We're privileged tonight to have Jay Beach, the head coach of the Popperville Hornets, joining the podcast. Jay, thanks for taking time for Jeff and I. Thanks, Clay. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me back on. Jay, big week uh, this week as we take on Pick You. 0-2 to start the year, but have taken on really two good quality opponents. Um, fans and then, you know, Jeff and I and Jason as broadcasters, sometimes all we see is that left and right column. How do you see Popperville playing through these first two ball games? I think we're playing pretty good. Uh, I think we uh, started off the year against Jefferson Davis playing a little bit slow. Uh, and I think we picked it up last week and played a, a lot faster, a lot faster pace, uh, with more confidence. But, you know, that being said, we're we're not real happy. We're not happy with moral victories. We won't, you know, we won't. We should have won both games, and and or could have won both games. I may say, I should have. But, um, so we're we're trying to focus on the things that kept us from winning those games and trying to correct those things so we can get some wins. Jay, when you look at it, um, I guess I'll ask a, a two-part question. I know I shouldn't do this. Let's start with the first one. A lot of listeners uh, from the, from this area are uh, Jeff Davis fans or um, the Alvarezville fans. Let's let's kind of give them a nugget. What what did they look like the first two weeks? Those are two pretty good clubs, huh? Yeah, Jefferson Davis, really good football team. Um, <clears throat> like they played really fast, played really physical. Uh, they didn't have any turnovers against us. Uh, they didn't miss any tackles. Uh, they made it really tough on us. And they beat us in the special teams game and ended up winning the game. Uh, the Iberville, uh really crisp on offense. Got, I have some really good players. Uh, Coach Dolan does a great job getting them ball in different kind of ways. Uh, Jaden Wally, or Justin Wally, um, is a phenomenal football player. And, uh, when he didn't score on offense, he was on defense, uh, ripping the ball away from us, uh, making plays, stopped us on a third down. Um, and so they're, they're, they're two really good football teams we played, and we hung in with both of them, which we're not in the – we don't like hanging in with people. We want to beat them. So uh, as happy as we are with our effort, we, we're disappointed that we had two games that if we'd have made some plays in situations, we'd be 2-0 and instead of 0-2. Jay, you've mentioned it a couple times in the first couple answers here. You've built a program to where you're not happy with moral victories regardless against uh, which classification or if a team's a defending state champ. 
you got off to a slow start last year, and as broadcasters, we chalked it up to really good opponents. We could easily do that through these first two games. How do you keep your team confident, but then also not have a team that, you know, this isn't last year's team. They didn't accomplish a state, South State Championship. How do you keep them confident, but also keep them in check and say, hey, just because last year's team got off to a slow start and were able to do what they did, that's not this group. How do you kind of balance the two? Well, uh, last year was the first year in a while that we've gone through some losses early, um, more than one loss early. So uh, we had a little tough time getting over it, getting through it. It did shake our confidence a little bit. This year, um, I think we're really confident still. I mean, I, we're 0-2, but, you know, if we're just going to play football, then we've got to play on Friday night when we get out there and play our hardest. Have fun doing it. We know we're playing some good teams, and we want to win. And we're going to get out there and play our best on the field. And if we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. But uh, you know, we, you know, our goal is to win a district district championship first. That's first thing we want to do, and uh, that's our main goal at this point is to win a district title. And then from there, we'll, we'll, we'll make some different goals. But. Uh, our kids are smart. We know we're playing good teams, and we're get out there and try to beat them. Jay, I read your article or your quotes in the Pick You and Item article, which, by the way, just a tip from the cap to the Pick You and Item over the last year and a half since the new sports guy has shown up over there. They've done a, a pretty good job of covering this county, all three schools uh, in this county. So in that article, your quote was, we'll, you know, we'll focus on um, tackling and blocking. And if you had a team in front of you that's going to make you do those things, it would probably be Picayune. And so uh, you'll get a good test in, in Picayune in those two areas. What have you seen on them uh, on tape this week, Jay, preparing? Well, they look just like the Picayune teams of the past. I mean, they're really, really strong, really uh, have a great system on offense. Uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a, a, a tremendously big challenge for our defense to, to slow them down. They're off the line. They lost some big guys from last year, but they seems like they replaced them pretty well. Got a, a really good solid off the line. The backs run really hard. Quarterbacks uh, very capable of beating with his arm. Uh, defensively, uh, they, they replaced a few guys, but they do have a lot of size up front, uh, good good secondary that can run and tackle. So uh, they're well coached. Coach Hayden does a good job with defense. Coach Stogner and those guys have been doing it a long time all series. And, uh, it's really just the pick you that, that we've been seeing for the past 20 years because uh, Coach Stogner put his, his twist on it, but they're, gonna, they're just going to be smashed out, hard-nosed, uh, hard to beat. Coach, when you look at it, the first two weeks, really your defense has been great. Just allowed the one touchdown. Uh, so Jeff Davis gave you plenty of opportunities last week. What can you say about uh, Coach Atok and Coach Ford, the addition they've been, new defensive coordinator, new defensive assistant on that side of the ball and the way they've coached uh, through these first two weeks? Yeah, I think they've done a great job. We're very happy to have them. Uh, they prepare our defense really well. For our first two opponents, uh, and I think they're going to prepare as well for Pitt Uh They're going to put our guys in good positions. Now, 
Now we just got to go out and play fast and make plays. Jay, we can't wait. We, uh, I was out actually walking before we did this with my son and my uh, pup, and it actually had a little hint of what we would call fall here, so what? I can't wait uh, in a couple it. nights to – <laughs> I said you better. Good. I uh, said you better watch it. Don't don't speak. Come on now. Yeah, felt good over there. Uh, so we'll Kyle, just a couple blocks from where I am tonight over at Kyle Stadium should be uh, a lot of fun. Jay, thank you for your time, man. Jeff and I and Jason certainly appreciate what you uh, do for our crew on Friday nights. All the access that you give us to to the program and to yourself. So uh, look forward to talking to you again Friday. Okay, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Coach.